Hello and welcome to the Clubhouse. This is Golf Monthly's uh, look at the various different events in the world of golf. My name is Neil Tappin and I am here on the beach in Rio. Thank you for joining me. Very lucky too. Um, or not. Uh, actually, we are in a business park in <laughs> Farnborough in Hampshire and I'm joined by Tom Clark, who's rustling some papers I am. to remind me that he's here. Tom, I am. how are you? I thought you were just going off in a monologue there about <laughs> pretending to be on the, on the beach in Rio. I'm very well. Thanks. It's, I'm looking, I can actually see out the window, which is more than you two can, um, and it's a bit grey and damp today. Yeah, middle of July. Actually, it's not. Start of August, yeah. and, uh, and the weather's not so good. Uh, and Nick Bonfield. Nick, hi. Hello, Neil. You? I'm in fine fettle. Oh, fine fettle. Really? Why, why are you in fine why fettle? Why are you in I'm fine fettle? In, in good spirits Did today. Did something happen at the weekend, Anything? Nick? No, no, no. Nothing of note. No? No. Oh. no. You sure? What are you two getting at? <laughs> no, no, well, you see, you've got a very big Nick, smile on your face. Exactly. You've been... No, I uh, jogging through the office. There's a little spring in your step right, today. Oh, I just I, I went to a festival, watched some, some good music. Oh, that's good. That must be it. Okay, good, good to see. Good well, to excellent. I'll leave it to your imaginations as to whether you believe what Nick's got to say or not. Um, we are producing a special Olympic. I say I say special every week. It's an Olympic po podcast where we're going to take a look at the various different things um, related to Olympic golf. Um, we are going to discuss whether the Olympics is the right showcase for golf. We're going to talk about the golf course. Uh, Tom, any, do you know the golf course any better than you knew Bolter's role? Well, that, well I've watched uh, USPJ and I still don't know anything about the golf course. <laughs> that's, uh, it was so that's a no then. <laughs> it, was, it was reasonably, yeah, reasonably bland and it rained a lot. It did. That's a succinct assessment of the golf. Well, I think that's what happened last week. Anyway, that's distant memory. We're going to talk about the golf course, we're going to talk about Team GB. Uh, we'll talk about some of the medal hopes and the other countries' teams. Um, and then we're going to introduce a new feature. Nick's got a new feature for us uh, for the podcast. Tom's looking at it very quizzically, doesn't know what's going Tom on. Tom hasn't got the memo about the new feature. No. Well, I look forward to this. What is it? <laughs> it's some correspondence. Is it Nick's Crazy of the day? Correspondence. Some crazy correspondence. Idea. Yes, I'll leave it there for now. I'll explain all later. We wow, do get that's correspondence, Tom, every now and again. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know we do. I didn't know that we were going to be... Familiar with the word correspondence? I am, yes, yeah. every now and then, yeah. Oh, okay. And then we are going to have our customary quiz. And obviously this week, as it's a, an Olympic quiz, um, I would expect you both to do even worse than you usually do. That's um, fair. But we'll see. One day, you will have to do the quiz. And then, and then we will good. see... This is how, good. How the tables you know, will be turned. Exactly. Yeah, I have to admit. You actually said once you did it in the car and you got two out of ten, yeah. I think, and we got seven. And David Taylor so. got eight and a half out of ten on that particular one. Yeah. So, but he'd obviously been revising. He had he been had revising been quite hard. I know, but there's nothing wrong with that. So. Okay, and then we're finally going to finish up with a look at some of the um, the contenders because even though players play on behalf of their countries, they are very much still individuals, even though it feels almost like it should be a team event, but it's not. It's a bit complicated. Anyway, we will get on to that. So, firstly, gents, um, the question I put to you is, is the Olympics a good showcase for golf? Is it the right showcase for golf? Do you think golf should be in the Olympics? We talked about it quite a lot. We'll touch on it at the start of this one before we get going properly. Hmm. Interesting I'm, point. I'm, I'm coming round to it, to be honest with you, as it draws nearer. I, I didn't think it should be initially. You know, the arguments for that of well-trodden if you like but I think that people are getting hung up on the fact that it's it's not one of the traditional big four and without failing to realize that 
in order to facilitate change, you have to do things slightly differently and that it could potentially be in the future, which is the point that a lot of people seem to be overlooking. So it's not now, but in 30 years, if people come back in Tokyo in uh, four years time and, and really support it, and we do see the big guys there, then I don't see why the wheels can't be in motion for the Olympics becoming pretty close to the top four within about 30 years or so. Uh, I think it should be. I'm, going to, I'm very positive about it. Um, You're a very positive person. Well, uh, well, quite. I, I just had lunch, it was lovely. So full positive. chicken? It wasn't quite a full chicken, there was a lot of chicken involved. But let's stop talking about chicken. Um, no, <laughs> I, think the, I think the Olympics are really good. Um, if you look at the other sport that we can actually compare to golf, it's probably tennis. They have four major championships. They have an awful lot of money in their sport. Um, when it was first reintroduced, I think back in the 90s in the tennis, I think it was slightly frowned upon at first. Yeah. I don't think the top pros really took it that seriously. Now, I think they are taking it really seriously. All the major names are there. Um, if you look back at the 2012 one, which Andy Murray won, um, they had a, the two semi-finals were Murray... Oh, this is interesting. Attempt to, this feels like a stab in the dark. But no, know. no. Well, the, the final was Murray Federer, and the sem and the third, the got the bronze place match, I think as they call it, was Djokovic Del Potro, and Del Potro beat Djokovic for Argentina. Yeah, yeah I remember well, that. well done for yeah. knowing where someone comes from. So, that, I mean, that that alone, if you actually look at that, he had the well, if you have Murray Federer uh, and Djokovic, had the top three players in the world at that time. I think Dow was injured anyway. So. They really took it seriously then. It was at Wimbledon as well, which I think was obviously a, a massive uh, yeah, thing for I that know. as well. So yeah. anyway, I think for the future, this, this year, the first year, I think it's always a tricky year. If it was a sport such as squash or one of these um, sports which are pop perfectly popular but just not as massive as golf, then of course people would, would be taking it hugely seriously. But you know, it's going to take a little bit of time to get into the, the professional. Golf has got such a big life outside the Olympics. Yeah, so this know, is far beyond the. Yeah, Olympics, this is part it? of the problem: is will it get a chance to establish itself at an Olympic uh, as an Olympic sport? Will it be afforded that opportunity? Because they're going to start reevaluating very soon whether it will be in the games beyond twenty twenty. Yeah, well, I think I think so you've, got to, I think you've got to give it a chance for, to actually happen first. Of course, of but the the assessment process starts very soon after yeah. these Olympics. Yeah, there's so been, there's, that's the thing I'm most nervous yeah. about. Unfortunately, there's been huge issues with the whole staging of the games at Rio. Uh, we're what day is it today? It's Tuesday. The opening ceremony is Friday. We're still, of course, hearing all these horror stories about all oh, there's blocked toilets, all oh, there's still doing building work, all oh, floating in the rivers, floating mm. in the, the sea, and all this stuff. It's going to happen. It happens. At, it happened at London. London said, "Oh, it's never going to be ready. The people won't be able to get the tickets in. We always muck this up." And it was one of the best three weeks. Someone who was actually commuting in London. It was incredible. So, oh no, that's yeah. not. That's a, yeah, the Olympics is a fantastic spectacle, and I think golf. I'm with you, Nick, and I at first wasn't sure about golf in the Olympics, but then if I was to put my myself in the shoes of a of a player, decent player, which obviously I'm not, um, but if I was, you are definitely not. <laughs> I would be. Um, very excited about the opportunity of winning a gold yeah. medal or and winning a bronze medal, frankly. Loads of them are. I mean, look at the examples. Jaco Van Zyl pulling out of the last two majors of the year to focus on the Olympics. I've mm. spoken to a bunch of guys. Scott Henn was one, Justin Rose was that's, another one. That's a strange thing to do. What? Speak to Scott Henn. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out of the. Uh, Admittedly, that is. The two I mean, that is odd, but. Well, they're a fiercely patriotic nation, the South Africans, aren't they? But Rose was so keen, Willett was so keen, and a whole bunch of them really. I suppose, yeah, Lingworth was. 
he was um, he almost had a tear in his eye when he was talking. About, it, he, it, he was thinking about you know going in, um, out the opening ceremony, being with all his fellow countrymen, who he obviously some of them probably are his heroes as well. And he was he was really passionate about it. And I think that's is it fair to say the top female golfers are taking it more seriously than the men? Yeah. Uh, well, if yeah. you look at the people who pulled have out. pulled out, then the the world's top four men are not playing. Yeah. And I think the highest placed woman is something like thirty fifth in the world who's not playing. So everybody else is. So um, the, the fact of the matter is, and people might not like me saying this, is the men don't need top men don't need the exposure. The top ladies do, and it's simply an opportunity. It's an opportunity they can't miss. I think and that's the women's game needs it. the exposure as, a, as yeah. a full stop. It's the best platform for publicising a sport. Yeah, I agree. And I think it, the success of the games in terms of golfing, in golfing terms, will largely depend on who the medal winners are. You know, if it becomes one of these things that uh, a country gets their own gold medal and it's golf, then that could be a great story for the Olympics and great story for golf mm. in the Olympics. And it, it might help expand the Olympic movement to parts of the world where it's not maybe as big a deal mm. as, in, as it is in the UK. I, I, th I see it, there being a very good chance there's a positive outcome. Uh, and what I mean by that is one of the big names wins is a positive outcome. And if someone from a smaller nation wins and wins one of their nation's first medals is a positive outcome. Yeah. So the only thing we really want to avoid is someone who's about 60th in the world going through to win. Yeah. If it's the, the former or the latter, I think we're in good shape we're for good. a good exposure. Okay, well, let's, let's move on and talk about the golf course. So um, it's been built specifically for the Rio Olympics. It's called Reserva Marapendi. Oh, I was hoping that would be in the quiz. I remembered that. Um, I'm, I'm glad that wasn't in the quiz. It's been designed by Gil Hans. Gil Hans, who also. Well, I designed... always get a bit worried about saying his name, so that's why I was quiet there. Why? Because he's going to say something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you should be worried about that. If a lot. You, well, yeah, I know, but if you look at it, you could say his name about 30 different ways. But... Gil Hans? Yeah. <laughs> I know, but well, well not necessarily. You if, you look at, if you look at it, if you look at it, maybe. If, you, if I'm just using, the, using my ears and seeing. Yes, exactly. So yeah, if you actually look at the word really itself. Massively concerned about that. <laughs> no, it's not that, but I just didn't say anything. That's why I was deadly silent, but I didn't know that. This is not that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move tangent. on. Tangent. Uh, what on. else did Gil Hans design? Castle Stewart, LA Country Club. Las Colinas. Las Colinas. Good, good, you know, Castle Stewart. Castle Stewart. Well, frankly, one of my Lovely. favourite places to mm. play golf. Um, it's seven kilometres outside, it's about five kilometres away from the media centre. Sadly, yeah. not as a game, so it doesn't really make any difference. But it's sorry, it's, it's actually it's five kilometres away from the athletes' village, um, so it's a little bit outside. Yeah, but it's not, just not, 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 no, no, it's not. It's, 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 it's just down the coast. It's just on the coast, really. So, yeah. um, it get, and, and unlike Baldersroll, I think the views are going to be incredible from there. You're going to see back to um, Rio. It's back to Rio. Um, I think also being slightly out of the city as well it could could really lend itself to some really you know. I think people are going to want people going to want to watch it. So, oh well, yeah, it's been likened to Australian sandbelt courses in its setup. Um, it's set up for att attacking golf, from what I can see from the scorecard. I think there's four reachable par fives there. It's not the longest golf course in the world, so I think we'll see players being fairly aggressive. And I think that is ultimately what we want, isn't it? Is uh, there to be a shootout with uh, either one of the world's top names or a lesser like coming out on top? Tom, tell me something about the golf course. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, thanks. We, we said thanks for up. thanks for putting. That, I was going to say that, that. That was what I was going to go. We have had someone from Golf Monthly uh, uh, team who have, has actually been out there, James Mason, and he um, he he came back with quite positive 
reports, and he's not always the most positive person about absolutely everything. Um, but he, you know, he thought it was a really spectacular setting. He unfortunately didn't get a play. Because it wasn't it was, open yet. No, it wasn't. It wasn't you know, closed. well, it was closed. I don't think they wanted anyone playing at that time. But um, he said it, it, he thought it was going to be really good. Again, the thing that he mentioned was it being outside the athletes' village. You know, outside Rio, he thought actually it's going to be showing a little bit different bit of Brazil. Um, I know it's still just outside Rio, but it is out, out there, and I think I think that that's going to make it something that's probably going to be really popular for people to watch. And conditioning is supposed to be superb as well. So Paul McGinley was out there recently. We had a run a feature with him in the mag, and obviously he's the Irish team leader. Team leader. So, so he, he explain was, how that works. He just. Is there as, as the, the sort of the main part arm of the support network for the athletes? He um, and what, and what, I really what a person to, to have! Yeah. What a person to have because we if we know anything about Paul McGinley and his Ryder Cup captaincy. He will be so prepared for anything out there. He probably would have and it's had such good. They won't get paid. No, uh, exactly. So it's a, it's a yeah. It's, it, that shows you how some people view the Olympics and um, other people maybe don't view it quite the same way. And I'm sure. Paul Beginley will have been absolutely gutted that Rory pulled out. Yeah. Gutted. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure. Know, I'm no sure Rory, no McDowell. It, you know that. I'm no, sure he was but then you a have, team leader with those. But two. But then you have Harrington. Be, you have Harrington there. Harrington, if any of the Irish boys win, it's a great story. Yeah. Harrington is a man who's absolutely obsessed with winning Olympic gold medal, and they've got Seamus Power in the team. Imagine if he won. What a story that would be. So there's, you just sometimes you've got to dig a little deeper for the good stories, and I think the field is absolutely mm. laden with them. So I'm not I'm not negative about the tournament at all. No, okay. Well, let's we've already been on that ground. Let's move on. Let's talk about the golf course. Uh, so who do you think it's going to suit then? From what you've seen. So we, we uh, say if you are interested in what the golf course looks like um, and getting some um, some perspective on the golf course in terms of sort of stroke saver style images, we have some uh, content on the Golf Monthly website that will be able to uh, walk you through what to expect. Um, and it is it's visually interesting. Um, it's fairly, it's flat, but it's in a kind of sort of swampy marshlandy yeah. type area, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, this is a linksian feel. Yeah, long must be grass, um, vast greens, kind of. I think, I think, I think, it's, I think it's really tricky to tell because we've seen what it's like to look at and um, the stats of the course, but we don't really know what the weather conditions are going to be like, and we know we oh, know. Well, you we hope so, but you don't know, do you? You don't, you don't know, and. Um, you know, with, with Lynx golf, you go, oh, it's played by the sea, oh, it's always sunny there. Well, it's not, is it? And, you know, Lynx golf can be completely different one, one day to the next, depending on the weather conditions. It is going to be by the coast, so you don't know, you know, if, it, if the wind gets up, then that's going to hurt yeah, anybody. Well, I, I think to answer your question, I think it's going to, I think it's going to suit people who hit it long or straight, which most, most golf <laughs> courses do. Week, we? we do. Yeah. But I think it particularly may be the guys who, who, do hit a long way because I think there might be a little bit of a really? bit of space. I, don't know. I, I think it's like hard and fast, me. and the greens are massive, and there's lots of like swales and fall, I think roll off. Yeah. So many guys are going to be coming in with short irons, and all of them, if it is firm and fast, will be able to reach all the par fives. So I think it will come down to who holds most putts yeah. this week. And it's only seven for, for the first time in however many years. I do know, but I'm just not saying anything. You just no, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, for the first time, someone's actually going to have to hold a putt to win a gold medal. Now, there's a lot of people who win, hold, so, you know, if the guys are not playing too well and they need to get their tour card, that's tricky. But 
<laughs> no one really cares about the money now, the top level of the sport, because they've already got vast fortunes anyway. Not, not in the, the women's game. No, no. Well, no, that's true. That's absolutely true. But the only time that we ever see people really, really under pressure, the top of the game is in the majors. But even then, it's you know depends where they are. So I think it's going to be really interesting. You go, you got the chance. You go, oh, if I don't do this, I'll. Well, there's always next year. But there's not. There's there's four years time. The enormity of the situation will hit when it toward coming down the stretch. Yeah. They'll think, start thinking, my whole nation's watching me. Yeah. I could do something historic for my nation. Do something unprecedented. Yeah. I think that will weigh more on them ultimately yeah. than. Maybe and, and also, in, in golf, even if someone does suddenly run away with it, that's not the end of the story. Whereas a lot of times it is. Yeah. It's like the medals are going to be right in there. There's usually, yeah. you know, if you look at tournaments, usually round third place, there's usually an strap. awful lot of it, people trying to get that's that top true. five, trying to get as much money as possible. And it could be someone trying to win their nation's first medal. Exactly. So, um, um, so, quick question then. It's going to be a 72-hole stroke play event, which is what we get pretty much every week on the European, on the European Tour, PGA Tour, albeit... Ironically, this week, as we're sat here, that we're preparing for the Paul Lawrence match play. Yep. Um, but we do get an awful lot of 72-hole stroke play events, should they have done something different with the format. Especially given that you have, for most countries, it's two players per country. It almost feels like a team event, but it's not. But yeah. should it be? It's a shame to I think the reason why they went 72-hole stroke play was so they didn't do a Mickey Mouse format, which probably wouldn't have been that much Mickey Mouse and to try and get people to play it. I think that was the reason that they wanted to do it and to say, look, it's just going to be another tournament, but it's going to be under Olymp Olympic conditions. I think that was it the would, reason. What I would say a team event, be, I think, would have would been be really nice. It would be great to see Willett and Rose playing against, you know, Fowler and Watson. You know what it should have been? It should have been a mixed match play yeah, Exactly, yeah. you know, Katrina Matthew and, uh, and Danny Willett and you yeah. know, Charlie Hall playing with Justin Rose. Justin Rose. Rose. That would have been great. would be a, a fantastic spectacle to watch. Yeah. Um, and I think the... Yeah, the, the leading lights in the game should look at this probably as an opportunity. Slightly missed on this. Slightly occasion, missed. But there's an opportunity. But they will reevaluate. And yeah. I think, as as Tom said, it's a kind of a risk averse move. Um, yeah. There's get, get so many. I do, I do think do. the sports and Olympics. When so I look at football. I always think football is the one which really lets itself down at the Olympics because it's the, all the sports Olympics. It should be the pinnacle, or they should have the best players in the world playing that and the football is under 23 tournament it's not close to being yeah, the best close. teams and they don't even try to be so why is it there whereas the golf I think although these team events would be good I agree um, I think they should have had something maybe running alongside the individual sports I'd, I'd like having it a 72 hour stroke play because I think that's that's what the guys are used to playing and it's also probably the toughest test yeah so yeah. the, the purest test of the game. You yeah. tend to get the best yeah. player over the week. Tends to come out. You know, you play. You play match. It takes more luck and chance. You can play a match play, and you can shoot four over, and you can win your match. Yeah. You know, that's the way it happens. If the person you're playing is having a, <laughs> a worse day than you, so um, I, mean, I think if you're going to do that <laughs> in a 70 stroke play, then you're probably not going to win any yeah. holes. I keep changing my mind on this. Initially, I didn't think it should be, and now I do. <laughs> Initially, I didn't think it should be 70 hole stroke play, and now I kind of see the arguments for that. Uh, Initially, I thought it should be amateurs, and now I subscribe wholeheartedly to the viewpoint that we've got a shot window and we should put on the best possible yeah. show. I think it should. Um, at the moment, I think it's the right thing to do. I also I think they should have had something, as Tom said, running alongside it, where you've got the men's event, the women's event, and a, and a yeah. combined. Because yeah. I think you could. You could even do it over two rounds. Yeah, it might not be the absolute purest version of the of the sport, but you would then showcase everyone's skills over six days worth of golf. 
Which you could, you could even have. Yeah. A, you could have had a stroke play for the men's and the women's. You could have then had a match play knockout. Yeah, could have followed the amateur full of teams. Amateur format. You know, it's uh, there, there's, yeah. there's plenty it's, of stuff yeah. for them to do in the future, and I'm sure they will look at the the format if golf manages to stay in the Olympics so, yeah. beyond this time, and I, I do hope it does. Well, it's locked in for 2020. Yeah. So um, beyond that, let's talk about Team GB. Uh, Nick, tell us who is who makes up Team GB. Team GB is names. comprised of Danny Willett, Justin Rose, Charlie Hull, and Katrina Matthew. Correct. And I think that's an extremely strong side on paper. And I'd put our second favourites behind the Americans in both the men's and the women's. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, I mean, Lydia Coe's the only one playing for New Zealand, isn't she? There's my stat for you. Can you remember the stat? They've got the New Zealand's got the first ranked and last ranked yes. player. Although did the last ranked not drop out the other day? Oh, I'm making that up. Stats gone out the window. Quizmaster, Because they got Jarena Pillar, Lexi Thompson, and Stacey Lewis possibly. The US right. team. Yes. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about Team GB. We're not talking about the yeah. just yet. So we might talk about. So I wanted to, I wanted to say about Katrina Matthew. So that's the first person I've gone for, which yeah. is probably different. So Katrina Matthew has actually. Um, I saw a few things about her. She's more or less prolonged her career yeah, to, play in, to play in the Olympics. Now, actually, she played really well at the Women's Open. She did. Um, which was a week, uh, two weeks ago. Last weekend. Um, last weekend. And she finished top five, is that right? I think something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, did she? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick was at Nick, Nick was, Nick was camping. <laughs> Nick was camping. Um, but she's in playing really good form. But she's been very really close to goes. The reason why I play. Continue to play, so I want to try and get to Rio, play a little bit. <coughs> she did really well just to even make the team, the team yeah. GB, because she obviously had to play well, because there's obviously other British uh, female golfers who could have easily gotten that side above her. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I, that, I think it's just that is just that's one of the stories that really should be looked at. Um, you know, someone you know at, at, in the twilight years of their career, really concentrating, playing good golf to get to. Know, to have one I last hurrah. Yeah, and I think once it once it says next to your name Olympian, that's something you can die now for yeah. the rest of your life. It doesn't really matter what else you've done in mm. your life. And she's won. She has won big tournaments. She's yeah. won. Yeah. She won the British Open. Yes, yeah. yeah. So she she has a CV that, frankly, it doesn't need the Olympics. But to have it on there, regardless of who you are, it's absolutely yeah. fantastic. Well, I actually spoke. To, I played with Katrina at Woven a couple of months ago in the media day, and her passion. Did she beat you? It, she beat me. Yeah. And her passion for the Olympics really shone through. And what she did say was that, yeah, absolutely, I've prolonged my career to play in the Olympics. However, since making that decision, I've realised that I can still compete at a really yeah. good level. So she may carry on post-Olympics. Yeah. But, but going back to what you were saying, I spoke to Justin Rose about the Olympics and asked him to try and contextualise a gold medal. And he said, I don't look at it as sitting within or below the four majors. I look at it as when my curtains are finished on my career, as my biography saying, Justin Rose, US Open and maybe more champion and Olympic gold medalist. Four majors, he sees them. He said he saw them sitting alongside each other, but in different brackets. Yeah. That's how he views it. Yeah, yeah and I, I think, I think, I think that's, we've talked about this. Yeah. Let's, let, uh, let's focus on, yeah. on Team GB. And does anyone know, so you know how... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to cut us off. No, but you just keep going back to the, does the is the Olympics important? <laughs> yes, yeah. it is, we've decided that. Okay, let's well, also, so, so <laughs> also looking at the, the ladies' team, also then to have someone who's you know have someone at the twilight of the career and there's someone mm. really at the start of their career who's doing incredible and that's charlie hull who um i think was disappointed that she didn't do well do, uh, do, uh, do as well as she, her as she thought yeah as she thought she perhaps she she hoped um but she's got a great now she's already a very big name i think um in women's golf in this country but perhaps 
this could be something that really elevates oh, her without to, a question. To, to, to you know to one of the the country's top sports people. So, um, and she's just playing ridiculously good golf. Um, I think it, it would be great. I think that that team dynamic, especially in the, well, I know they're not a team. We keep going about this. They're not a team, but the two the pairing that Team G have got in the women's game is is is, is awesome. Is is pretty strong, and it's, it's just as strong in the men's, really, isn't it? Um, and you know how t- the British Olympic Committee is it what it's called? Whatever it's called. Yeah. British Olympic Committee uh, set targets for each of their sports. They set an overall medal target for for the whole of the Olympics, and they set them per sport. Do you know what the target is for golf? I'd say Ooh. no medals. No. One medal. <laughs> the target. Silver medal. It's one medal. One yeah, medal. one medal. Yeah, right. one. Uh, yeah. That um, means. I think that's fair. You yeah, have to say that looking at. If you got very surprised if you didn't win a medal. Rose, it would be almost a disappointing return if you didn't walk away with one. Uh, but you know, you never know. Okay, let's um, move on and talk about some of the other countries. Uh, Tom, you. Are you cannot. Don't, don't spoke to David Lima. I did. I think yeah. I've already mentioned it. Yeah. I know, and yeah. you said he was almost in tears when he was talking. Well, well he wasn't quite. I've, I've, he I've slightly overegged the artistic there, license. But, <laughs> he, but you could tell he was very, very passionate about it. So he, he. I don't know whether it's the Swedish mentality. The Swedes need to take all. You know, any time that they um, represent their country for it. any sport, they seem to be very, very passionate about it. I think it's just some great nationality thing that they have. So. Um, and he's and I, the thing I said to him, he said he doesn't live in Sweden. He now lives in America, and he's been out in America since he, uh, he's, he's, he's 18, yeah. yeah, no, he's about eighteen, nineteen. So I said, is it odd that you're going to be representing Sweden, where actually you've lived in America for so long? He was absolutely no, you know, like, I'm Swedish. I, uh, you know, I am, I'm so passionate about, you know, about he's, he's thinking about like all, his hometown and all, all, he's representing them as well. So not just Sweden, but you know where he comes from, and that I think is the Olympic spirit. Yeah, and if if Sweden win a gold medal, it might well be Henrik Stenson, not David yeah. Ingmerth, that does it. Although he would have a chance, and it might also be Anna Nordqvist that does it. Well, um, apparently, all this on the LPGA tour, um, Katrina was saying that all the Swedes had have had Olympic trainers out with them, like working on things for months and months and months before the event, and they're taking it ridiculously seriously. Oh, really? Apparently, all the Scandinavian nations are. Oh. Very interesting. Mm. And so, so looking at those players that comprise the different countries, so it's it's two per country unless you have more than two in the top 15, 15. in the world? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, to a maximum of four. To a maximum of four, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd. It's odd. Well, I think, you have to, I think they just have to draw the so line you somewhere. So what you do I think they just have to make sure the American, American rule. Yeah. But what the system does allow for <laughs> is it means that the, play, the, the countries that have got more than two players in the world's top 15, it, the odds are weighed in their advantage slightly that they're going to walk away with a medal because, for instance, in the men's you've got four players. In the women's, I think there's three um, for the American three. team. Three? Yeah. I'm sure there's there. only three in the men's. No, no there's four. four. There is He's Ricky the Fowler, Bubba Watson, Patrick Reed and Matt Kuchar. Kuch. Silence. Snuck in, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but so so, so things be. are slightly weighted in their favour. So taking the Americans out of the equation because they will go into the, talk, into the Olympic golfers that the favourites who caught, caught your eye which, which teams catch your eye are we doing favourites and outsiders or We're, no 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 or we'll talk about specific players oh, specific. later we'll, we'll, we'll come okay. on at the very end of the podcast we'll just offer a thought on who we think will me 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 can I, can I answer yes. so you, you stop asking the question uh, the Spanish teams Sergio mm. Garcia and Rafa Cabrera Bello two very good players 
Sergio obviously hasn't won a major. Obviously, is this going to be his thing? I think he'd be. I think he'll really enjoy the Olympic. It's something he gets so excited about the Ryder Cup. You know, he's mm. like a little kid at Christmas, charging about the place. And I just think that he could get in the same zone here. Um, I think just again having so many different nationalities. He's obviously also someone. You know, I remember when Spain won the World Cup, then played the final round of whatever it was in a Spanish shirt because it had a collar on. Um, and things like that. he's just he's. I think he's just very yeah, passionate very, about his country. Very patriotic. And I think I agree with you. I think it could become his thing. Yeah, it, it might could, be that he, you know, tries to really carry this forward as being okay. So I haven't done as well as maybe predicted in the majors, but this is going to be my thing. Mm. Um, you can see him really embracing. And he still is thing. Spain's number one golfer. Um, yeah. There's no one I'm forgetting. Is there? Um, you know, and I think he's just. I think he. I think he's just going to really love it, and I think he, and Cabrera Bello as well. I think those two will probably um, get. Well, I think they get on well, well anyway. But I think they're just. I think Cabrera is a, a very decent player as well, and I think if they two, yeah. I mean, they're both capable of winning very big tournaments, especially this one. Possible so, Ryder Cup partners. Possible, possible Ryder Cup partners. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, Cabrera, uh, I really like the look of the Belgian team. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> uh, and uh, I could have predicted that because one Thomas Peters is in the, in the side. And uh, one the Thomas Colsart. And Colsart, he's quietly been playing really well this year. Yeah. They, I mean, they, if those two, if it is a, if the conditions... And they both smash are, are, If conditions <laughs> are... a long drive competition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they, they'd win. So, um, I mean, they're, they're quite similar players, really. They are they? very similar players, although I'd credit both um, Belgian Peters bombers. with having a, a much tidier... Cutting strength yeah. Cole Sartre. But Cole is a, it's very streaky. He's streaky. Exactly. He, he can go so low. He's well, one of those players. If, you, if someone really goes low, the reason he struggled the last couple of years is because he's been outside the mm. top two hundred in the putting statistics. Mm. But that doesn't mean he can't catch far one week and have a great putting yeah, week. It. Well, at the end of the, I actually remember watching his last few holes at Troon, and he needed he birdied the last three at Troon to make the cut or something like that. He, no, he, he went hold from off the green on seventeen, then birdied eighteen. Oh, that was think, it. Yeah. But um, in the bad conditions though, it was pretty yeah, much yeah. dark at that point. Okay, well, let's let's leave the Olympics unless unless there's something related to it. So we've got a new feature. <coughs> this is an Olympics. Olympics this is an Olympic special. You're saying now. Let's We're just gonna, just for. Oh, okay. for oh, is this, this the new thing? Notice. New feature. Yeah. I'm just gonna have a little read of, of my notes over new here. New feature. No, you're required for this part. No, am I? Okay. Uh, Nick, tell us. It's Nick's thing. So, so what it is is uh, we thought we'd we we get so much correspondence both in print and via, uh, via our various different social media channels so we thought we would discuss some of the um, topics that have been popping up quite frequently over the last couple of months and discuss them in the podcast studio so what but I'm going to do thanks for letting me know yeah, like, yeah excellent I think it's more entertaining when it's ad lib well, so quite. what I'm going to do after I've coughed <coughs> excellent excuse me everyone that was Nick is coughing. read out some correspondence and then we're going to discuss it okay so the first letter it's called A Simplistic Approach and it was by Hamish Reed. So, are you going to read the whole letter? Are you going to read the whole letter? Can yeah. we not, can we not, give it, can we not have, have a headline? Hamish yeah, has written I will to say. Distill it. I don't think you need it. to read the whole thing. I'm not going to. I'm going to distill <laughs> it now. With Jack and Ori He's there saying, for a second. In the wake of the Masters in the US Open, it's too easy to blame a last round score on a mental meltdown. It makes for easy headline grabbing. And lazy journalists will pounce on an individual's supposed inability to handle pressure. To read that Spieth is a choker, considering what he has done, is ridiculous and inadequate journalism or broadcasting. Did we say he was a choker? Did, did, so, 
I'm, I'm confused by this. Did you say it was a choke? I, we're t- we're well, t- I don't think I've ever referred to him as no, a choke. I think what we say is that, that <clears throat> what happened at the Masters for Speed was a choke. Yes. It was and a bad joke, but what's, what, what is a definition of a choke? distinction. Because a ch- he's clearly proved twice before when many majors that he's not a choker. Having said that, doesn't mean he doesn't yeah. choke in one instance. I don't particularly like the phrase choke, to be honest with you. I think sometimes they go, oh, well, they finished second, that means that was a choke. Well, hang on, sometimes it, the no, person plays best. On this occasion. But on this occasion, no if you let me finish it, my no. sentence, oh, but on this occasion, Spieth obviously did have an absolute shocker at a specific moment and did hit two shots which he hasn't shot, hit again all year. We we probably won't again. But I think the point about this is, you, you can talk about other fact. you can talk about Danny Willett winning the Masters, and he did, he went out there and he won the Masters, yeah. but yeah. when referring to what happened in the Masters, the key moment is, you just can't avoid it, so how do you talk, yeah. what I would say to Hamish is, how do you talk about it? So Jordan Spieth gets to the, the whole way over the water, and he has a mental moment yeah. where suddenly he is unable to perform to the level he has done before and he has done since and he has a, a moment in time where he hits two in the water and the second one, the one he chunked into the water, I'm sorry, that's all that's, that's in the head. All there's no the technique, head. there's nothing to do with that. That's t- that is a mental mistake. Yeah. And so you can't avoid talking about the twenty sixteen Masters without talking about Jordan Speeds. Uh, in inverted commas, choke. As but they're not mutually exclusive. Choker. Someone can win it and someone can sort of lose it. Yeah. You know, it's not one or it's not one or the other one. And what he actually says here is that sometimes as human, our abilities uh, to be brilliantly coordinated escapes us. Uh, escapes us. And, and yes, that is the, that is the case. But why is that the case? With a number of factors. But yeah. emotional strain is one of them. Sometimes it's physical. Sometimes it's mental. And. A shot like that, mm. especially the second one over the water, that's a mistake Jordan Spieth would, would make one, one time out of a hundred. Facilitated by emotional strain, that exactly. is why it happened and there are no other, other arguments as far as I'm concerned. So yes, Danny Willett won it, but you have to argue that in that moment Spieth had a, a bit of a mental and, and what's more, if Spieth wants to go on to become the player that um, his early results have suggested he will become, he needs to look at that as a mental error. He yeah. needs to, the work he needs to do in his own game is as much mental as it is physical. Yeah. He needs because, to accept those things happen. Yeah, because there's a lot to learn from what happened there. It all got away from him within about five minutes and he didn't have the composure, the kind of, the sense, the calmness of mind to recognise what was happening in the moment. That's not to say, he's a, as, you say, as you said, as Tom said, that's perfectly, that's not to say he's a choker. Yeah. It's not what we're saying. In that moment, yeah, he did. This is, as you say, uh, people often mix one choke with someone being a choker, and that's absolutely not what anyone is saying. We're all Who's a choker? humans. What? Who's a, who is a choker then? Oh, what? A golfer. A golfer yeah. who's a choker. Oh, excellent question. Sergio Garcia. People have Ooh. thrown it away down the stretch. Has he just thrown it away down the stretch, though? He's, he's never really. He just always seems to leave that crucial putt short. Choker, or, would oh, he? That's a good question. Uh, more correspondence, I think, required on this yeah, one. Can you send us your Who is golf's biggest choker? Who is golf's biggest choker? I mean, we did have... Greg Adam Norman? S- Adam Scott was on that list before he, he, won, he won the yeah. Masters. No, but there's, yeah, yeah, there's a difference between people who haven't won a major who perhaps should have... And maybe that's harsh from Sergio. I just feel that he gets himself... Well, backtrack, he's not like you to backtrack, is he, it? Maybe it's harsh to call him a choker because I can't remember him throwing away a massive lead or anything like that, but he just seems to be in contention a lot of the time on a Sunday. Then he turns for home and leaves an eight footer short or something and you just you just think how in this situation is Lee Westwood a choker? 
Well, that's a good question. That is. Is he obviously question. just? He just hasn't been able to quite get over the line. Is There's that a choker? Way more arguments to say that he's a choker. Was Monty a choker? Like Spieth. Uh, Are we going to look at the, you know? Well, you could argue that his seven iron at wherever winged, winged foot, winged foot yeah. was the biggest example of a choke ever yeah. because he needed a bogey to, to win and he was in the middle of the fairway off this tee shot with a seven iron. So, I mean, he, admits, he freely admits that it was a... And he hit it. Yeah, it was a bad time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, next quick, next piece of... Co- no, Nick, this is your... Next yeah. correspondence, Next correspondence please. from Tony Cappelling and he's written a letter about dress codes and said, once again, <laughs> dress codes. I'm hearing people discussing this subject of dress code. Some would like to see it eliminated altogether, but I believe that would open a real can of worms. Well, he doesn't want surely, anyone to wear clothes. Surely there are other means of introducing young members rather than reducing or eliminating the dress code. Other sports have one too. Yeah, good, good. I mean, it's a perpetual uh, talking point, isn't it? Dress mm. codes at golf clubs. Should, should golf clubs allow jeans? I mean, a lot of the time, I'm sure everyone listening to this will have a smart pair of jeans that look a lot smarter than what some people wear to the golf club. And there are times where you just think uh, the jeans are always absolutely ridiculous because it's preventing people from spending time at the golf club, spending their money at the golf club and generally connecting with the golf club. When And it's putting a barrier that doesn't need to be there. But I do understand the point about people looking smart. I, I don't see why you have I don't to have see why it's stupid sort of... A big issue on both sides. Basically, yeah. Why is it such a big issue that people have to wear non-jeans and then the people who are forced to wear je- um, who, who aren't allowed to wear jeans why are they making such a fuss about the fact that there is a dress code it's really not that big a deal in the grand scheme of but things but I also don't know why the, the word smart sort of casual it does get <laughs> that word sound too much like can that. get lost in today's sort of day and age with all the eclectic clothing options out there and I could quite understand or. how <laughs> someone would view John Daly-esque trousers as yeah, but the, I'm not smart, and someone could. They're they allowed. allowed. This is the point I'm not very succinctly making: is that right. they are allowed, and someone could turn up in a nice, smart player, a pair of black jeans, and they'd be prohibited. And that man would turn and say, "Hang on, how are you telling me that those trousers with octopuses on them are allowed, and I can't wear these nice, smart trousers?" How's that? I work? think it's um, no. I think fashion in general. I'm going to say fashion in general. Yes, I did say that. Fashion in general is a bit of a. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Someone's ripped jeans might be very trendy to one person and might be an absolute travesty to someone else. That's human, you know, that's the human mind. Some, what one person might think is really attractive will think someone else. And that's why there's the perpetual problem though, isn't it? So, but, so if, (laughs) but all I think all you have to do is talk to the golf clubs on that. It's the golf club's decision. If you want to play on a golf course, in a particular, whether it's a top golf course or not a golf course, you have to adhere to that club's rules because yeah. you are a guest on that club course or a member of that course. So really, if you want to play in um, dressed-down attire, there are places out there which you can go and pay and play and play a round of golf yeah. and you don't have to dress up uh, too smartly on there. Just in the same way that is if you want to go and play on a golf course which is only frequented by smart people then there's also those the the question related to all this though Tom is are golf clubs turning away people making themselves look unwelcoming to people during a time in which they have to be as welcoming there is no no doubt that there are some golf clubs which do not help themselves and have some archaic rules which they for whatever reason don't want to break there is no doubt there's no doubt that happens it's their prerogative and on the other side of the coin maybe there are some people who like the fact that 
there's a dress code, like the fact that they have to be semi-smart to play, and maybe those people will then get turned away if clubs start to loosen their dress yeah. codes. I think the, the pertinent point here is the fact that there's room for both. There yeah. are places you can go and wear jeans and play golf and no one will tell you not to, and there are places where you have to put on a nice polo shirt and some chinos. Is that really so difficult to do? No, no it's not. And I, the other thing I say is, I know you're saying about um, John Daly S trousers, but I don't really actually have a problem with people doing that. There's right. always characters, there's always people, whether you like them or not, who will try and be a little yeah, bit wacky. Bit and to be honest with you, does it really affect your day or your round of golf? Playing with someone if they've got some. It shouldn't do. It really shouldn't do. And if it does, then I'd yeah. say that you need to probably have a look at yourself. Yeah. And all the tennis, not so long ago, they were only allowed to wear whites, weren't they? Well, the, yeah, I think that was more that was more Wimbledon to be honest with you. But um, yeah. No, and also, I think it's like you can get some, you can. Yeah. I think the problem is that you can get buy very you can buy chinos and trousers from high street stores for very small amount of money nowadays. So I don't think there's any excuse for people. Just saying, oh no, I haven't got any trousers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why people want to play in jeans. I mean, if I had the choice, I wouldn't because they're comfier and they're But as I said, Nick, you're not everybody, and some people, that might be the only trouser thing they have. So Trouser thing. Trouser thing. Okay, yeah, so we can't go, scrap, we can't go scrapping rules, um, and it is the club's prerogative, but I think they can do a thing a little bit more aware of how they're perceived and how they're... If anything, the dress, the dress code thing which I think is most confused is shorts and what socks to wear with shorts. I and I find all of that a little bit of a headache. It's a bit unnecessary, um, isn't it? Like, ankle length, over ankle, should it be knee-high socks? I mean, it's, it's a, a, bit, a bit mad. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on, though. That's, that's, that's a little, 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 little teaser there. We'll pick this up again. Teaser? So, so don't forget, if you have any comments on, on what we're discussing or if there's a topic you'd like to put forward for us to discuss, get in touch via Twitter, Facebook. Or, or email in golfmonthly at timeinc.com. And then you might be lucky enough to have Nick or Nige read out your email on the podcast. What a moment that would be. Quite, as Tom would say. Okay. Quite. Uh, now it's time for the quiz. Yes. Oh. I'm ready. Can everyone please I'm a bit turn con- over a new leaf? <laughs> uh, not uh, Literally. Not, not Nick, you seem a bit too enthusiastic about this. Maybe on, on a quizzing role, class. I have to say, the answers to some of these questions have already come up. I Good. There are there any non-golf Olympic questions? There's a few. My Olympic knowledge isn't very strong. There's a few. There's a few random ones in there. Okay. I couldn't do it without. Can we stop giving hints? Slightly unusual. Is there ten? There's ten. Okay. Um, on a range of different subjects, mostly related to golf. Question number one. Uh, as being two people who've obviously covered golf on a daily basis, this question is very easy for you. Uh, when can you, excuse me, sorry, can you just answer the, ask the question? Don't try and <laughs> set like it up. Don't try and like set it up. It's an easy question and then it's impossible. It so can you, just, can you just ask the question? Delighted, please. delighted to. Uh, when was golf last played at the Olympics? Now, there's two answers to this. When was golf last played at the Olympics? There's only one answer. No, there's not, there's two. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. Okay, 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 okay. No, 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 no fair enough. Put, put two down at your peril. That's all I say. You're oh, bringing I just in realised I don't know. The risk of that. Um, Ooh. Who is? Who won it? <laughs> the highest-ranked Brazilian male oh. in the Olympics. Oh, okay. Um, this person sure to be getting quite a bit of airtime, I would think, during the golf, um, carrying the home hopes. <laughs> just blow a funny answer. Go I've on. Got, so, I read they had space for. 
seven thousand people. I might have just made that up on the golf course. So they're expe obviously expecting crowds, which is good. Um, name who is in the women's? Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, that's that's random times. Random, that's the most <laughs> random aside ever. There's going to be silence if I just let you two think. Well, we, we'd already written it down. Uh, Go on. Who is in the women's US team? Oh, I name them all. Oh, I just looked at that just now. And I can't remember. I've been spoken about in this podcast. Um, I need them. They need to be spelt correctly. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Don't like what's going on. Over no, no, I'm, I'm, I can't. Can no, no. That oh. is unacceptable. Come on. You're not trying to. I know the answer. I've lost my. I've lost my train of thought. I had one person down. Um, okay, now we get onto a non-Olympics question. <sighs> How good is your knowledge? Of is this a non-golf question? Yes. Well, so, knowledge of Brazil. So name, really name the three biggest cities in Brazil. Uh, this is outside of Rio or including Rio. Including Rio, this is done by population. Um, and I can even quote you the, the numbers of people who live there. So, Are there um, any hard points on offer for this question? Uh, I'll be the the um, judge of that. Um, question number five. How many players are in the field? It's the same for the men's and the women's, so one number is all you need, thank you. Uh, question number six, who is in the team, who is in Team Ireland for the men's? No, both names have already been mentioned. Um, yes. Uh, oh, this is, I'm very proud of my next question. On each Olympic medal, this is question number seven, on each Olympic medal, um, there is an image of the goddess of victory. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> Draw a picture of her. On <laughs> what have we, we got to do here? Come on. What is her name? The goddess of victory. Yeah. You, you trying to tell me that you don't know. I want, if you don't know, I want to guess. Which? And I might which, give half which, a point to the closest. Which? Oh God! I don't, what kind of god though we're talking about here? We're talking about a Roman god, a, a Greek, goddess. a Greek goddess, a, a goddess of victory. You don't know, do you? Um, but what is her name? Well, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I've just written something down. There's a Tracy. And um, question number eight: uh, the Olympic mascot is a mix of different Brazilian animals. But what is the mascot's name? You're oh. going to become very familiar with this. I this know. I should know over this. The next Few is it weeks. is it Zika? <laughs> Zika no. the Brazilian Zika mosquito. it's not it's not a laughing matter. No, it's not a laughing matter. Um, what's it going to be? Oh, okay, I got okay. It's got rhyme. Rhyme with what? Brazil. I'll put uh, I'll uh, put down two, I'll put down two answers. One's that's One's a humorous aside. Okay, that's question number eight. Question number nine. Uh, golf was not played in the Olympics in 1908. Oh, but why? Well, I, well that was the similar well, I to I thought so. But yes. That's where you might have gone wrong. Earlier. I know. Uh, what's the word? Hang on, I need to get the right word. Uh, Nigel, you've got a very strange look on your face. It's that sort of classic four o'clock in the afternoon look. Mm, it's also hotter than he has core in his room. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a little bit uh, rouge. Um, I think Tom's got the map of Africa on his back. I have definitely. Um, what was the specific reason why? There is a specific reason. Other than the committee voted out. 
write whatever you think. See, is the right see Nick, you really are showing yourself up with some horrendous Olympic knowledge and some bad quiz etiquette, which, when you add both things together, make you um, quite the numpty. Question number ten, the last question. Name team, name both players in Team Australia for the men. Simple. Oh, I don't think I know that. Simple answer. Team Australia. And obviously, Adam Scott has pulled out, so I'll give you that for free. I'm oh, I know. I do players. know. I do know. Do I? I know one of them, definitely. He's your boy. He's my boy. Oh. Is he playing? Is the other one playing? Has he pulled out? Is the other one? Or the other Australia? Yeah, I've written down. <laughs> um, hmm. I'll give you... Yeah, go on. Five. No, I'm done. Four. Three. Two. One, Nick, hand over your paper. This is the end of the examination. I just ripped off his paper frame. Okay, so um, question number one When was golf last played at the Olympics? 1904. Correct. It was St. Louis. Correct. Um, <laughs> and St. Hey, Louis. St. Louis, sorry, St. Louis. St. Louis. And the winner was George Lyon. Correct. What, nation what nationality is George Lyon? Which I can't believe wasn't a question. I don't know. Which was actually, a, which was actually a question. Ah, which was actually Canadian. a question. You cannot let me finish my. Sorry. It was a question at the, the last Christmas Golf Monthly quiz. Oh right. Yeah. I know we drunk quite a lot by then. Can't so. Can't, well, it's a good reason I can't remember the answer to that. Uh, question number two: Who's the highest-ranked Brazilian male? The answer was anyone. The silver. Adelson de Silva. Correct. Adelson de Silva. Oh come medal. on. Oh very good. It, it, it's almost written. Are we going to give that the headline without the first name? Oh, that's harsh. Come um, on. I put also put. I also have not put all. I haven't put Harrington. I, I, I haven't put Patrick Harrington either. I think so. And I, I haven't so. put Rio de Janeiro. I put Rio. So. Fair enough. I think so. Yes. On this occasion. <laughs> There's only Brazilian golfer I know. Name the U.S. women's team. Um, I only got Lexi like, Thompson. Did I put Stacey Lewis as well? Lewis. Yeah. And I, like, half point. Sherina Pillar. Correct. <sighs> that's all three. Did Nick get all three? Yeah, he did. Oh, well done. But he's still going to pick me at the end, I think. Um, question number four. Ooh. Name the three biggest cities in Brazil. Oh, nice. I'm um, going with the same ones. Okay, so who are Rio, they? Sao Paulo and Brasilia. Incorrect. Oh, is it Rio, Rio and Sao Paulo are both correct. Sao Paulo is the biggest by quite some distance. Yeah. Uh, and then third is Belo Horizonte. Belo Horizonte. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. Are you talking to someone then? Oh, so what, should we give each other? Should, should we give each other half? We'll give each yeah, other yeah, half. New Brazil wasn't the way. I know, no, no. I think Brazil. is tiny, isn't it? It's like Canberra, yeah. I think. Um, question number five: Ooh. How many people in the Olympic Ooh. field? I, I think seventy. Oh no, I've had a shocker. I have had a shocker. If you go onto the IOC, the Olympic Golf website, you find a video on there which explains. Uh, the format of the Olympic golf and it also explains a little bit about what golf is it's quite funny um, get the ball in the <laughs> hole that, there is literally a caption on the video that says the aim of the game get the ball in the hole and as few shots possible well that is the aim of the game well I'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do just saying maybe not oh no um, I've had a shock question number six who is team Ireland uh, I think you've both got Harrington and Power yeah? Har Har Haddington Haddington Seamus <laughs> Power yeah who, who is Seamus Power He's a challenge golf player, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Must he's, be. I mean, well, certainly not a regular European. I think there player. might be a. If there's not a deal between him and a 
well-known. Well, well, I was going to say well-known bookmaker, but you. Yeah. He's ahead of that. people like Peter Laurie and. Um, <laughs> Graham, Graham, Peter. Graham. Graham. Exactly. Peter Laurie still plays the odd European tour. Oh, so actually, Mark Cavendish. High profile. Damien McGrain. Damien McGrain, I was going to say. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yes, you're both right. That's we right. have put some Question very. Number Michael seven. Harry. Yeah, okay. Gareth Maiden. Oh, okay, yes. that's enough. Uh, Question number seven, um, which was the, on each Olympic medal is the image of the goddess of victory, but what is her name? We've, like both, put, we've both put the same thing Olympia. No. Yeah. It was a rubbish um, question. The, the answer is Nike. Uh, is it? Yeah, okay. Are you yeah. sure? That's my chair, sorry. I've got a creaky chair. <laughs> oh, that's my chair again. It's back in again. already happened, didn't it? A while ago. I didn't hear that. Uh, okay, so that was incorrect. Um, question number eight What's the name of the Olympic mascot? Anyone? No, Zico, oh, I Zico. said. <laughs> Zico in brackets Pele. No. I won't be Benjamin. 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 Incorrect. The answer is Vinicius. Or Vinicius. How Vinicius. long would we have to sit here and guess in order to get the right answer? <laughs> I think would, a long time. Would monkeys years? be able to write stumble the complete on words oh, of Shakespeare? I, I think I'm going to lose this by a point. Uh, after the musician Vinicius de Moriat. The, the answer Nick has put for the next question correct. is absolutely genius. Rubbish. But it's not correct. Okay. So golf. Uh, was not played in the Olympics in 1908, but why? So, the answer, I know the reason, I'm going to say it to you in a second, but the reason that Nick said is because there was no golf course in the country, which would have been a, horrendous. It would have been a horrific run <laughs> because it was based, it was, it was based in the UK. Yeah, it's in the UK. And all the, <laughs> all the UK, I think it was all the UK uh, golfers boycotted the event, and the only person who could actually have played in the event was... Our friend George Lyon, who was from Canada. So they and said you have only one person who can actually enter the event. So they called it off. No, they didn't. Why? They offered him the gold medal. Yeah, and he said he didn't want it. He said he didn't want it. Yeah. yeah. Why, Which is, I'd have taken it. Why did the GBF? <laughs> I'd have had it. Why? Why was there a boycott? I I think it was over. It was a disagreement between the RNA and the Olympic yeah, Committee. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. I don't know what it was about. No, I don't. I don't know if it was about money. I I can't remember, but it was um yeah it was a thing for, of. Play- for, for pride and nothing more, do you know which golf courses were going to be used or which golf course was going to be used? <laughs> Nick, I'm, you don't even need to answer this because you didn't think there was no golf course in golf the country, in the country of, of so presumably of England. Was it not, was it like Sandwich or something? It was yeah. St George's Prince's. And Why are these not? And I know these ones. Yeah. So well, you got the answer right. I know, but I th- can I get extra point? No. So question number ten, the last question. Name Team Australia for the men's. Um, the answer was. I said Scott Hendon Leishman. No, Leishman's one. Of the I, think, oh, I thought. Jeff I thought. Ogilvy. No, 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 no. <laughs> really? Yeah, Marcus Fraser. Marcus oh dear. Why is Ogilvy not playing? Because Marcus Fraser ranked higher uh, than he is. Correct. Yeah, possibly could be. Well, <laughs> he definitely is. is. He definitely <laughs> is. So right. Hey. You get half point for that then. Uh, you get half point for that. Yeah, you get half point for Hend. Um, so. Um, Let's work out now what you both did. There's a lot of half points kicking around. Oh, we have a clear winner. We have a clear winner. I'm, I'm disappointed in Nick, myself. 
Nigel Bonfield. Nick got seven, one. I got seven. only five and a half. One, two, Which is better three, than usually do. four, five and a half. Let myself down there. Were the questions too easy? Or no, that was, I, thought, I actually think that was a, question. yeah, good. I let myself down on the third American golfer and there being 70. Oh, it's five and a half under from six. That's That's probably my best ever. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, let's um, wrap up the podcast by just talking about who we expect to do well. Um, Can I have my bits of paper back, which you threw behind your chair? Sorry, yes. Um, Just want a couple of names. One um, male, one female. Who do you think the gold medalist will be? Um, In the men's game, I guess in both both games, we've just come to the end of a period of, of big tournaments, so we know who's playing well, we know who the form horses are going into Rio. Albeit there's a bit of a break in both games before they actually start competing. Um, and we don't know how seriously any of them are actually going to be taking this until they start teeing off. So whilst, for instance, I think Henrik Stenson will take it seriously, but he, he might just look upon the whole thing as an experience more than a, I desperately want to win. So given all of these factors, given it's on a golf course that the world has not really seen before, who, who would your... Um, who do you want to One go? pick. One. You've written six names down. Hmm, tricky. Do you want to go first? No. Okay. <laughs> I will go with. Oh, one I can't see past the so Yeah. A, it's the most important thing in our calendar this year. B, she's playing. So who did you say? Lydia Coe. I've done Coe. what you've done. I'm just no, no. Number one, generally for prediction. That is incredibly harsh. <laughs> that means you get Jason Day for the men's, which is going to be a especially tough draw. Especially as you're playing. Do you want playing. to go, lady, and then me, man, you, man, or do you want to do <laughs> my second one now? Just, just keep talking. Okay, I will go with Anir Bam Lahiri in the men's. Deadly, deadly, deadly player. silence in the office there. And he would absolutely love to win a gold medal for India. That was the, that was the chair was the creaking. Chair. Uh, <laughs> the chicken repeating. Lahiri, I have been picking every now and then in the betting guide. Um, he has been playing. He's been playing a lot of golf on the PGA Tour this year, um, and had, had, had mixed mixed success. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, it'd be incredible. Him and SSP Chowraja, I think the Indians could sneak a medal because I spoke to SSP Chowraja as well, and he was one of the only people who responded with a gold medal when I asked, "Would you rather win a gold medal or the US PGA Championship?" Oh right. Fine. Uh, Tom? Um, for the ladies, I'm going to say Lexi Thompson, because I think the Americans just get so behind the Olympics and she's playing very good golf at the moment. Um, she and didn't do anything, well, she didn't do much at the Women's British Open. No, but I don't think that means a lot. Um, it's always a bit tricky coming over and you know, they, they can't compete in, and do well every week. Um, so I think that she will be, um, she'll also be, I think, the American poster girl for the, for, well, she'll probably be for the whole of the golf thing. So, um, and then for the men, I'm going to say Ricky Fowler. Okay, so you're going back to back. Back to back Americans, Americans uh, who, um, yes, I think Fowler's been playing solid, if, un- solid, solid if unspectacular golf. And um, again, I think he might be a bit inspired by his good friend Jimmy Walker winning the USPGA and um, want to do it for, for Team USA. So Yeah, good, good chat. Okay, I'm going to go for, uh, who was I going to go for? Uh, in the ladies game, I think, I think you're right. I think it'll be an American, but I think you've got the wrong American. I think it's going to be Stacey Lewis. Um, she's Would you like a better name? Dead. Yeah, I'll, 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 have a, I'll have a fiver with you. 
Oh, great. She, she's dead well, calm. She's she's uh, dead calm. Yeah, she is. She's super calm. She's, yeah. She's a, a great player. She played nicely at Woburn. She's going into it with a bit of form. Um, and I think she'll have all the support, all the, the kind of... The, you know, everything that you need to get you right up for it. The, the American team will have that behind them. Um, on the men's side, um, I have to say, although what I said about Stenson, I think Stenson's, yeah, he, he's the man. It's either yeah. going to be Stenson or Kymer, but I think it's going to be Stenson. Stenson or Kymer? Yeah. Kymer's a good shout. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say, I think it'll be one of those two. going to tell me off for not being able to just say one name, so I didn't. We usually do say Matt. I mean, Go on, say your other name. Watch out for Jen Hung Wang. Thank you. There you go. Watch out. I'm going to say watch out. If it is the Australian-ish, of course we're thinking oh, Scott, Hend. Scott Hend. Watch out for him. Of course. Him. Can you go through a podcast without mentioning Scott Hend? You haven't mentioned Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Matthew Fitzpatrick is not playing at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay. Right, well, um, that brings us to the end. It's been a whopping... Uh, Hour. hour. So we are on the on the nose. Almost on the nose. Hour. Uh, anything you'd like to say to take us over the hour mark? Uh, just check out all the Golf Monthly usual social media channels and the website. We have a Golf Monthly Olympics microsite with a few fun facts. I'm sure well, you we can have... wow your friends in the pub with some of this knowledge. Yeah. Indeed. It's all on the Golf Monthly website. Also, look out for the new issue of Golf Monthly, the September issue, which comes out on Thursday, on the fourth of August. August. Uh, yeah, and it's a fault, yeah, fault fixer special, isn't it, Nick? 50 faults fixed and a 32-page supplement to go alongside uh, an issue that's really packed full of features. We've got Stenson in there, Fergus Bissett played with him the week before he won at the Open, and there's an open review. There's loads of other great interviews in there. We've got an interview with Justin Rose, Podrick Harrington, Neil, actually you went to visit him in his home, didn't you, just on the outskirts of Dublin. So it's packed full of great stuff, this issue, the September issue, so go and pick that up. Um, well said. Nicely said. I, you should read every single word in the Fifty Faults Fix piece. It yes. Be advisable. Lots um. of faults to be fixed. <laughs> uh, okay. I have over fifty faults with my game. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, that brings us to the end of our uh, Olympic special. Um, thank you very much for listening. Please do um, stay in touch. Uh, let us know anything that comes up in the about the world. Got any discussion points? Get in touch with us. Um, on any of the social media channels or as Tom said by email at golfmonthly at timing.com where we will um, we will receive your letter gratefully and it may even make it into a future podcast Um, but for now it's goodbye